Greetings. Welcome to the Papa Pank Podcast. I am Justin Jane, and this is my friend and my co-host, Jaylene Clark Owens. There's a lot of gray in the world. We think it needs a little more pink, a Papa Pank. We are Philly-based, multi-hyphenated, and award-winning actors taking on all things arts and culture in this joy-forward and ever-playful variety podcast. You are listening to our theme song composed by Jordan McCree, member of the band Ill Dudes. We welcome you, our Pank Papas, both old and new. Please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate y'all. And with that, let's get it started. (laughs) Well, may I be the first to say, Jaylene, it has felt like forever since I've seen you on here. I do see I you every day outside of the podcast. I see you every day, but uh, because of the million circumstances we've ha- had going on, it has been a while since we've recorded an episode and I have missed you on the show. Yes. I miss seeing you against our pink stream yard background that we hear that we hear clearly Ooh. it's been a while. So the mouth has been a day. We Jaylene and I have been around each other since the dawn of time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, it's yeah. I haven't had a chance to miss him in real life, but in Papa Pank world, yes, I have missed you, and I've missed you, Pank Papa's yes. here with you. Hello, Paul. I think you had to run already, but in case you're still here, mwah, mwah, mwah. okay. So yeah, we're here. Yes, and I know we are going to catch each other up, up, up on this episode, but I want to address something that we'll talk about more in our Pank News, and it is the elephant in the room. Our friend, James Imes, is a Pulitzer Award-winning playwright for his work on Fat Ham. Ah, In case you have been living under a rock, James is a longtime friend of the podcast and current collaborator with us on Fairview at the Wilma, where Jaylene and I are current company members. Now, the Wilma is also where Fat Ham had its debut digitally in the spring of 2021. So it's that production that got him this Pulitzer. So we are so, so proud of James and we'll chat more about him later. But speaking of the Wilma, Jaylene and I will also chat in this episode about both The Cherry Orchard and Fairview. So buckle up because we are celebrating all things theater in this episode. Yes. And speaking of theater, if you missed our last episode, we were with a theater artist. Now, it was our two-year anniversary episode, so we celebrated our popiversary April 1st. Can't believe we were last here over a month ago. Um, but not only did we celebrate our popiversary, we were joined by special guest theater artist Lindsay Smiling. He talked about his career as an actor here in Philly, and he also talked about the history of his last name, Smiling. That was a great story. Um, So if you, yeah. Anyway, that was a great story. And we also talked about um, his role in The Cherry Orchard, which was playing at the Wilma at the time. So if you missed that episode, be sure to watch the replay on Facebook, on YouTube, or listen wherever you get your podcast. And speaking of all those replays, our studio editor, Tracy, has uploaded all of our pop back. So a lot of our episodes from way back in 2020 are still up. And you'll see some of our best and favoritest of interviews with people like Davi Diggs, Robin Hoods, Taisha Marie Canales, Mama Pat, and a countless others. So please go back and listen to those episodes if you haven't. In the meantime, let's warm ourselves up with some springtime hijinks and Papa Pank drank drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> glass so we can clank. It's time for that. Papa drank. Papa drank. Papa drank. Papa drank. Papa drank and, and cheers. cheers and cheers. Arriba, abajo, You can see we are rocking an old school glass and a new school glass because the school is closed for the summer. So, (laughs) Jaylene, what are you drinking tonight? You know, I decided to just go with a little, um, what is this? 
fruit tropical punch minute made okay okay with just a bit of mezcal so a oh. little smokiness so yes. that's me Cheers. and because i guess we missed our um cinco de mayo episode Ooh, but you're celebrating here i nothing for me says springtime uh, like a cold gin on a hot day and I will take it any way I can. So I am staying classic tonight with a crisp St. George gin martini. It's extra filthy. I love um, filthy? olive juice or uh, yeah, olive juice. I think pickle juice can also make it dirty, mm. but I like it extra dirty. I like just keep pouring olive. I, if, if this was just a glass of olive juice, I'd be fine. Mm. <laughs> so good. Uh, I love a martini and uh, if I were out with the boys I'd be drinking gin and tonic so mm. I love at an outdoor bar something anything with gin in it any fruity thing but do you drink martinis yeah I like like fruity martinis or like a chocolate martini oh, but not like a gin or vodka martini. not like classico not classico no it has to have a flavor have you had when's the last time you had like a gin or vodka one i've i've, I've maybe had a gin one once a month i'm not a big gin drinker like gin and tonic does make me think of college but like i never i never order gin so i would have to much like whiskey you know you all you and Lindsay put me on to and tasha and akeem uh really put me on to the whiskey game in 2018 so maybe you'll just have maybe. to introduce me to gin. I think it's more friendly with some of the diets that you like to do or that you have to do. You know, the diets, like oh. some of those darker <laughs> liquors can like really upset your tummy, but the clearer ones don't, or better yet, just don't drink. Yeah. There you go. Ain't exactly. nothing wrong with that. So nothing um, wrong with that. Pink Papas, what are you drinking out there? Tell, type in the chat. Let us know. We love you and we have missed you. Yes. Tracy says, welcome back. Janice says, great Friday evening all. So we love our Pink Papas. Thank you for engaging with us in the comments. If you're listening to this on the podcast, try joining us live one day. Maybe yes. can catch a live stream and join us in the comments. That would that would be good news to me. And speaking of news, this brings us to Pank News. This is a segment where we talk about anything that we're vibing on this week in arts and culture. This could be anything from a theater show we've seen to pop culture events and visual arts. So Jaylene, what are you talking about in the news today? So what's going on in Pink News? Well, honey, we are talking about what everybody in Philly, in the Philly community and beyond is talking about. And that is, as Justin mentioned earlier, that our friend and first official guest of the Papa Pink podcast. First guest, yeah. That's right. James Imes just won the Pulitzer Prize for drama for his play, Fat Ham. Now on Monday, May 9th, this news is announced and we all went crazy with excitement. Um, for those that don't know, a Pulitzer Prize is an award regarded as the highest national honor for outstanding achievement in print journalism, literature, and musical composi composition. In other words, it's a big deal, a big deal. You mentioned Pickle, it is a big <laughs> deal. So we, we would have been ecstatic for James, for any of James's plays to win, quite honestly, but... The fact that he won it for Fat Ham is special because, as Justin said, this was the only existing production of Fat Ham that existed in this world before this award was our production at the Wilma. It was digital. It We premiered it in the spring of 2021. Many of our friends were in it. Lindsay was in it. Tasha was in it. And um, what'd you say? Anthony. Anthony was in it. Look at all our guests being in it. But uh, yeah. So he won the Pulitzer for that production. So, yeah. And that means that he won a Pulitzer for a play that hasn't even been on the stage yet. Yes. Amazing. And now it's having its stage debut. So Fat Ham is currently having a New York City debut at the Public Theater, which is a big deal, which mm -hmm. itself... Um, is is massive, but it 
uh, it makes it an even bigger one. Performances uh, sold out the day of James's announcement, and we couldn't be happier for him. So truly, all of his plays are Pulitzer-worthy, as so much of his work is about unpacking and responding to the current moment through contemporary characters. Much of his work is also about uplifting BIPOC stories and identities, all with a flair of magical realism and larger-than-life inspiration. So Fat Ham uses Hamlet as its structure and its touchstone, but peppers in all those other things that I just talked about. So both Jaylene and I have been incredibly lucky to have been in some of his past debuts and are hopeful that this award is a stepping stone to even bigger opportunities and successes. Yes, and to be clear, not all the shows are sold out, but like I'm looking at the calendar now, it looks like all of the preview performances are sold out. So it opens officially on May 26th. So they have shows in June. So get your tickets fast because even some of the June shows are sold out. So yeah. And I am keeping my fingers crossed. This goes to the big broad way. (laughs) But we love you, James. We love you so much. And, okay, here's my next bit of news. While we are uplifting our past guests, can I please just pause to celebrate Carl Clemens Hopkins here on the cover of Out Magazine. This is huge, y'all. We have a Pulitzer Prize-winning friend. We have another friend on a national magazine. Uh, So their cast of Hacks is is the center feature of this magazine. And every single cast member on this um cover is um celebrating diversity and expression of lgbtqia the all this is one of the largest network casts that has this kind of rainbow cast in it Mm. and in it every single cast member gets their own feature write-up carl has this spread here and uh they are featured in um louis vuitton clothing and every beautiful color spread there's this beautiful um quote that says if you can't figure yourself out try to be someone who's better written i kind of love that because Mm. that is kind of what i loved about acting is i get to be people who are better written than me sometimes look at this beautiful i'm showing a picture of carl clemens hopkins in this beautiful louis vuitton puff coat that isn't a pink so there is a pop of pink on this beautiful human. So we love you too, Carl, and congratulations yes. on all your success. Love you, Carl. Okay, I've got one more bit of pink news. Yes, give this me is the kind news. of like old news, but just in case any of our listeners out there don't know just yet, mm-hmm. the biggest pink news for me is the release of the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. Now, this movie has been out for a minute, so I'm not living under a rock, but it took some time for it to be released here in Philadelphia. And it's been a while since we've recorded an episode. So I'd like to just chat about it really briefly here. Okay. This movie, Jaylee, okay. I just need you to just find what you and maybe Lawrence or me and you, or just you can do to go see this because this might be one of the best movies I've seen in my entire life. Okay. Wow. That's a big statement. I know. I am hesitant to say too much about the movie because there's a lot of joy in being surprised by what it is and what it does and the, and the way it does it. But the movie is billed as an American absurdist comedy drama written and directed by Dan Kwan and Daniel um, Scheinert. Um, They're collectively known as the Daniels. And the film has so many um, stars in it. There's uh, Michelle Yao is the main character. And my gosh, if I've not ever seen like an Oscar-winning performance, it's that. Stephanie Su, Kei-Wei Kwan, who we know from a lot of movies as a kid star, Jenny Slade, Harry Mm. Shum Jr., James Hong, and Jamie Lee Curtis. There's a lot of J names in there. So, um, and the thing that I love about it is a true celebration and representation of Asian American life that left me feeling more seen and validated than recent films Uh, like Turning Red or Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, and surprises await in every minute of this movie. So all I have to say is if you want a good time and possibly to be moved, go see this now, Jaylene. Go see this. I went to the the 1 p.m. $9 matinee at the Fashion District in Center City, Philadelphia. The theater was mostly empty. It was, and I felt like I was winning. You get those reclining seats. So go, 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 because it is Asian American Pacific Islander Month. If you just want to do one thing to celebrate my people, 
ghosty everything everywhere all at once and i hope mama jane saw it um i hope every all of our listeners go out and see it so yes yeah, we did do an episode and record and record us going to see the movie. Oh, a bootleg? We're just gonna bootleg no. the movie. For- <laughs> <laughs> record our us having a day going to see the movie. Um, I think that would be cool. I mean, well, I I have to see it because it certainly has made you tickled pink. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to our next segment, tickled, tickled pink. Ooh, a little song. <laughs> Now, Tickle Pink is where we usually talk about something that is bringing us joy, and it's usually a bit of a catch-up for Justin and I. So, Justin, what has you Tickle Pink these days? Well, my ketchup, my mustard, and my mayo is obviously (laughs) Cherry Orchard and Fairview. Um, These are both the shows at the Wilma. One is streaming until... Uh, this Sunday for our live audiences, for our podcast listeners, you've missed it, oh. but um, uh, we will talk about that later. And Fairview, which we started rehearsals for, Jaylene and I are both involved. They're so fulfilling, uh, but more on this to come. The thing that has tickled me way pink yes. is I finished my semester at University of the Arts. I submitted my grades literally an hour before we recorded this episode, Um This was my first year back in person teaching since that fateful day in 2020. And it was so wonderful to be back in the classroom studio again with students. And I missed the act of live collaboration and being with young artists to coach them in real time. And I was particularly struck this year at how resilient and dedicated this batch of artists was for the work I was giving them. They were like continually meeting the challenges and obstacles and working through them. Um, And I think something about the pandemic really caused a lot of young people and young artists to really sit with like what they want in their career and their lives. So I found a drive this time that was really, really exciting. We of course had masks. We of course had to distance and there were university changes. It was really exhausting actually Mm. this year in adjusting that way. But um, this pop a drink is so much needed and well-earned for that. So just, Cheers to that. And then that cheers to you. Congratulations. Thank you. The last thing I've been celebrating has been tickling me pink is the celebrating the life of my little puppy, Stella, who passed away a few weeks ago. And she was truly the world's best dog. And I have been taking time to honor her with little rituals. I've been making a lot of art, um, but she will be greatly missed. But that has tickled me a little pink to to sort of sit with her and the memory of her. So, Jaylene, what has had you tickled pink this past week? Oh, I have been, t- I mean, listen, I have achieved some level 10 tickled pankness this recently. recently. You've had a good week. I'm thinking yes. about your week. Yes, that's true. That all happened this week. So on like Tuesday, okay, my childhood heroine, when I was in elementary school and the teacher would say, write an essay about your heroes. I would always, because, you know, I had to be dramatic, even in elementary school. So I would write, my hero is not just one person. It's two. Tia and Tamara Mori. And I would write about Tia and Tamara from Sister Sister because I just absolutely love them. I was like, oh, my goodness, they act, they sing, and they love God, and they talk about it. And I, I want to do that. I want to be on set, blah, 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 blah. So I've always loved me some Tia and Tamara. And uh, Tia does all these, she's very good at TikTok videos and, you know, the Instagram reels and stuff. And so Mm -hmm. when I did my poem, A Black Girl in Her Braids, I was always, I was like, I hope, I hope that Tia one day sees my work. Now, (laughs) Pank Papas, I have had to fight online, okay, to keep ownership of my sound Mm -hmm. because a lot of people have been using it but not using the audio from my reel so that they upload a video maybe they do it on tiktok and then they move it to instagram and when you do that and upload it as a reel instagram marks it as your original audio so when people click on the sound it goes to that user's page it doesn't link back to my original poem it has been a whole mess but i've been standing up for my work advocating for it um and it paid off because Tia used my yes. work 
in her video. So we are going to play it right now. Exciting. Hold on, hold on, share screen. Yes. Okay. I'm so proud of you, Jalen. That's so exciting. And when I saw it, I was getting so tickle pank. Can you still see me? I can still see you. Okay. I didn't know what my computer was just now doing. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Yes, yes, yes. Please don't touch it. You know she looks amazed. A black girl in her braids. A black girl in her braids. Protective style for a while is one that always slays. A black girl in her braids be the best. A black girl in her braids. A black girl in her braids. Can't tell her nothing. Please don't touch it. You know she looks amazed. Okay. So that is that. And you can see on the page at the top, this is my name. And I'm just... I, like I literally started crying <laughs> when I saw this. Um, I didn't expect that much emotion. Now, granted, I cry about everything, but I was just surprised at how I just started sobbing because it just it really just made me happy and it was affirming and ah. Uh, That's yeah. so awesome, Jaylene. Yeah. And did you get boosted on your social media since that little exposure? Yeah, people, a lot more people have been liking the video. Allure magazine wrote about Tia's look in the video. And so in the article, they, uh, you know, put a link to her video. You see the video on the page. Oh, so awesome. my name also appears on that Allure magazine article. So I was That's very awesome. tickled pink. And then yesterday, May 12th, Thursday, I made my TV day, TV speaking debut. Y'all may have remembered I told y'all I was on uh, Law & Order Organized Crime, which was true, but they had cut my line. So this time I was on Law & Order, just the regular Law & Order. Um, and it's episode nine of season 21. It's called The Great Pretender. And uh, let's just take a little look-see. Yes. Docket number CR2009782, People B. Wyatt Ackman, charging murder in the second degree. My client pleads not guilty. Hey! Yes! We, and then here, here come my name. Here go, here go, here go, here go. Hey! Yes, there you are, clerk. <laughs> Jaylene so Clark Owens. Jaylene Clark Owens. <laughs> I can't even with that. But that is so exciting to be on network TV to have that. Yes. And speaking of TV, well, we're going to talk about a little secret that Jaylene and I have a half secret. So, um, T, look out the TV land. You are about to see Jaylene Clark Owens and Justin. <laughs> clerk jane but i don't know about you but i have i am so clerked up that i'm antsy to spring into our hot topic hot topic so hot topic is a part of our show where we highlight either myself or justin as we bring to the episode something that we are passionate about in relation to the theme of the day so justin just finished the cherry orchard at the wilma and i just began rehearsals for fairview as well as had my first in-person open mic um, after two years. So we thought it would be fun to share a little bit more about these experiences and chat about just what they meant to us. So I have a question for you, yes, Jessen. Please. So you closed the cherry orchard at the mm -hmm. Wilma. What an incredible experience. Um, what did you, what did you take away from that process? What are you, yeah, what are you oh. taking with you? Yeah, so the cherry orchard was a life changing experience. And life changing. May, yes, I think so, and it it may have a future life beyond this production. So, if you want to hear more about the show itself and what we did, Lindsay and I spoke about all of this in our last episode. So go listen to our pop back of the of episode fifty five. So, uh, but this is episode fifty six. So my takeaways after the production has closed definitely have to do with learning about myself on so many levels as an artist artist, as a human being. And this play and this character have been a dream role for me since college, which is 20 something years ago. Um, so it was extremely fulfilling to live in those shoes. And I lived in them for four years. We didn't just like do this show in the, in the, like you get three weeks of rehearsal and it goes up. We've been working on this show, um, for four years. Uh, I also love, um, that, uh, the a theater that tries to break the mold and this production definitely challenged audiences and actors alike to think beyond the play and experiment with a fine line between what 
what is the character? What is the actor? And what is the audience? Mm -hmm. And um, I was asked to do a lot of really incredibly physical and hard work that was slipping on cherries, carrying trees, mm -hmm. being safely violent with my friends. It took great trust in the process, my collaborators and myself. So um, I also loved playing with audiences every night because each one had its own personality and sensibilities. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, it was like a wild affirmation of why I love doing live theater, that I get to bring an audience on a journey in real time, and it can be messy and beautiful and funny and chaotic and heartbreaking all at once. So I hope this team gets the chance to do this more. So that has really brought me a lot of joy. And please go listen to our last episode if you want to hear more about what the show exactly was. Yeah. So my question is actually related to that one and I'll do the second one. And it's um, about the cherry orchard open mic. Yes. Um, and then I also, any, any other live poetry events that you've recently done, this mm -hmm. was your first in-person uh, open mic since mm -hmm. the Panini started. How did it feel to be back? How did it go? It was great. Um, it was, it was truly amazing. I really, haven't seen some of my regulars since uh, since the since before the pandemic. So it's been over two years. So it was really great to just see them again. Um, we had a lot of first timers as well. Um, it was a very nice sized crowd. Our feature, Lindo Yes, played around with breaking the fourth wall during his poetry set because that's what you all did in the cherry orchard. So <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, and I think overall, it was just a wonderful event. And I'm just really looking forward to our final one of the season, which will be based on Fairview. And that'll be on uh, June 6th. So more on that. Yes, later. that's really wonderful. Because I, I remember tuning into your open mics uh, virtually over the pandemic. And those were also really special. I think that event is so um, brings so many different communities together. Yes. in the All for the Wilma. And that's really... Um, joyous that you put the call you put the beacon out there and people from all walks of life come they share all kinds of work so i can't wait for what fairview bubbles up i'm sad i missed the cherry orchard one i really wanted to be there but um let's talk about fairview then so you've started rehearsals for fairview a couple of weeks ago what's it like to be back in the acting saddle again all of that has it even been like, did we start? I feel like we started rehearsal like last week. Yes, we started rehearsal two last Tuesday. We've only been, and we've had a few um, hiccups with the current situation mm -hmm. of the world. Um, <laughs> and we're managing to crest it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So talk, what is it like to be acting again? I mean, yeah, this is good to be back. I haven't been in like a production production. No, I won't say that. that. I haven't been in a rehearsal and performance production since 2018. The last show I did on stage was the was Renaissance, my play that I wrote with Hollis, Janelle, and Cheyenne. And that was at the Wilma. But we already knew the words. Like, there wasn't this almost daily rehearsal process and all of that. So this was the first time that I have been in that, in that realm since 2018 when we did Passage. So it's been a long time. Um, and, you know... Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just been, it's been great. It's, it's, it's working on, um, being back in that routine, you know, and it, it being in a pandemic makes it a little more difficult, but it's good to be in that room. It's a good room. James Imes is directing the production and, uh, yeah, it feels it feels great to be back in that space. Well, I, I must say you are killing it in these rehearsals. Um, and uh, it's really, really exciting to see you playing a character. So uh, we'll talk more about the show in a future episode and what it is and what it does. But it's a big ask of all of the actors, of the mm -hmm. audiences. You know, if you thought Cherry Orchard was a one kind of frame break, Fairview is going to be a completely different kind of frame break, but you're going to get to see Jaylene play a character that Jaylene can play. Like it's a corner pocket kind of <laughs> role. Sometimes in our jobs, we play characters that are like way at arm's length and we got to work and muscle to get there. And sometimes we play something that's like us with like turned up to a 10. And yeah. I think you are playing like a good character that could just turn things up in you. And I, I'm so excited. Now, I heard that you have a really amazing choreographer on the show. 
You heard incorrectly. Oh, I why? personally don't really care for the choreographer. He oh. goes by a movement consultant, but I I don't really like his work. But, oh, yeah. he's a hack. And he's on hacks. <laughs> if you haven't guessed by now, Justin is our movement consultant, our choreographer. Um and so I have a question for you, Ooh, yeah. uh, you know, what, just what has it been like? You know, you're, you're choreographing for Fairview, um, but it's not just, this is not just the, you know, any old gig. You're working with all people that you know, people who you consider your close friends. Just how, how has that experience been? I mean, it is uh, beautiful and complex. I, <laughs> have been loving working on this as a movement consultant. And James and I, we the theater, we don't know what to call my role really because I, while <laughs> I have to do some like traditional five, six, seven, eight, like here's some move stuff. Mm -hmm. There's actually, I'm taking care of a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like another, I'm, I'm like not an assistant director. I'm not a co-director. I'm not a choreographer. I'm just like, so we just chose this, but um uh, it has been really nice to work with my friends who I trust dearly on material that is very close to my heart. It, it, it really speaks to people of color and to America right now. And I think to have those conversations, you need a trusted um, and safe space to do that. I don't want to say too much about the piece because there are a ton of spoilers, mm -hmm. but the physical life of this piece is just as demanding in different ways as Cherry Orchard was for me, mm -hmm. uh, uh, for, for you all as the actors. And you all have so much style in this piece that you're going to have to get into your bodies as well as choreography. But I will say it has been so rewarding to collaborate with James in the director's chair um, and his generosity of spirit and collaboration. Um, it is also so rewarding to wear another hat at the Wilma. Yeah. Uh, this is this place has given me like so many artistic possibilities to expand myself and challenge myself. And uh, this is just one new hat that I got to wear that I get to wear there. So um, I think audiences will be shook by this production. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm really just really proud and I feel really lucky to be a part of it. Me yeah. too. Okay. So Jaylene, can we talk, can I ask you a new question? What is it about? It's about this shared secret project we just did yesterday. Okay, okay, okay. Should Wait. we? Okay. I feel like I have one more question, and then let's talk. Okay. Shared secret project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So Fairview is my first pandemic show. So I'm wondering, what are some of your recommendations for folks doing shows or shoots at this time. And then we will get into our secret project. Yeah, you know what? This, um, okay, so first of all, like the, the basic tips. I think just get tested every day. If you're an actor that's starting a process and maybe the theater's not providing it, find a way for you to do it and just get tested every day. Um, distance and masks we're all working in that and these are all mandates from um our union equity actors equity but there are all kinds of artists who listen to our show and all kinds of actors so try to take the steps to do that because um there's a lot of that happening right now all that covid stuff but also advocate for what you want and need in the room brett Robinson, who's in fairview really taught me to be aggressive with asking for what you want and what you need and I'm a true believer of that. Um, mm -hmm. But the thing that I do want to really celebrate the most about like returning to work and, and recommendations for producers, for theaters, for actors is the understudy. I feel like 2022, 21, 22, like anything post uh, lockdown mm -hmm. is like the time of the understudy. Hello. We really started to, we're starting to feel and understand how important it is to have the understudy in place and rehearsed and to celebrate them just as much as you celebrate the regular cast. Um, mm -hmm. So it, it's really beautiful that um, we're starting to notice the important work that these people do, but it helps us as the actors. It helps the theater have an understudy plan. Y'all that's not something that we can control as the actors, but we can sort of push um, because during 
minor character, which I was a part of during Cherry Orchard, which I was a part of across the city at the Arden, at um, the Walnut Street Theater, all of these places, every single project since the pandemic has started has had active, has had understudies activated. So yep. that is my biggest tip for a post-pandemic theater making world. Yes. Take need. Okay, so, Jaylene, tell me about the secret project that we just did and how much of it is actually secret. Okay, Pink Papas. Well, we didn't know. We, we've we been very hush, hush, quiet, quiet, haven't been saying anything because we didn't know whether we can talk about it, but we got the okay. So, okay. So, Pink Papas. Yesterday, Justin and I shot a TV pilot. Was this your first TV pilot? This is my very first TV pilot. I've done like industrials well. and commercials, but this is my first like, oh, this is what TV is like. It's it's okay. different. Okay, so Justin and I both shot our first TV pilot. Woo! Let's just let's just let's just cheers to cheers that. Cheers to that. Oh, yes. 7 15 a.m. to 10 30 p.m. Yes, it was a long shoot, but we did a pilot for a show called Albie's Elevator and it is a children's show and uh yeah Justin and I can you can you all imagine can you picture it Justin and I in a children's show uh working with uh uh, we are not the puppeteers but there is a puppet on the set let me tell you something I I tip my hat to all the folks over at Sesame Street because <laughs> man oh man working with the puppets that's that is that's a whole different thing but um it's a, it was amazing and Justin and I we didn't know that we were in the thing until we were rehearsing for Papa Pink yeah. um and I was like hey so I got this thing da 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 da, da. and he was like wait a minute I got I got that thing too. And that thing was like, oh my God, are you serious? Um, the casting director didn't realize it, that we were friends and that we had a podcast until after. So it was yeah. just, it was just amazing how it came together. And like during the whole shoot from 7.15 to 10.30, I would just have moments where I'm just like, wow, I'm really doing this mm-hmm. with Justin. Yeah. Like that's, that's incredible. And um, it was yeah. really... It was such a like God is good moment. She like put us together because sometimes on these film things, so I've done movies, commercials, industrials, and sometimes on these things you're working with uh, strangers Mm -hmm. and it can be a little bit, not uncomfortable, but you know, it's, it's a stranger. And then you have to be on camera and pretend to be like friends or something, but it was really fun to actually be friends on the show and to um, like have joy, which is like what we love to do. And so this has been a real dream job for me. It has been a lifelong goal to be on like a highly produced kids show. Um, And uh, so that, goal was met with this like super secret thing but um now the show goes into that like waiting room that all pilots go into logistics need to pan out before it becomes a full series but i am keeping my fingers crossed that the dream continues but i will say it was so fun and so i learned a lot Mm-hmm. about what it means to work in TV. And I haven't felt that good on a film set in forever because film is very different from stage, y'all. When you're in film, you have three chances and then the thing is gone for good. Like you've yep. locked it in. Theater, you can learn about the character. You have a rehearsal process. And then you have this the, the performances. And one night you could try it this way. The next night you could try it. Mm-hmm. The audience is right there. So you know if it's working or, no, or, or don't. Mm-hmm. With film... You just got that camera and you got to trust that one director. That's like, we got it. Absolutely. um, It's just been so wild to learn that and, um, Mm -hmm. or to re-experience that in a way. And TV for me moves faster than, than movies. I feel like Mm -hmm. movies, sometimes you can do like 15 takes of a thing. Mm -hmm. But this episode, we were doing things in like one take to three, one to three takes. Yep. Um, And luckily Jaylene brought, her most professional, I brought mine, and yes. we were getting those lines out like they were the yes. first <laughs> take. Yes, uh, we were really good on lines now that I think about it. I've been a part of processes where myself or the other actor was like, 
It took like 10 takes. And that yep. one shot that was going to be five minutes was an hour long. So let little on the back. High five. Boom. Yes, we did that. We did that. And I'm so proud of us. And we are praying Pank Papa's be in agreement with us that it will get picked up. And of course, if it does, we will let y'all know so you can tune in whether you have kids or not. Yeah, so okay. thank you, DD Children's Show. Congrats yes. and Mama Jane, so proud of us. Thank you so much. That makes me feel so sunny and bright like a forecast. So being a forecast, let's check in about anything upcoming we're excited about with Pank Forecast. You can probably guess what we're gonna talk about. We can get a grant. We can get a grant to have a workshop about 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 this moment. I don't know what we, came out. We could. Pink oh no! You don't have to keep going. Ceiling, you don't have to keep going. We can get a grant. We can get a grant to to workshop this moment. I don't know what came out just now. I don't know where Panky Forecast came from, but here we are at Panky Forecast. What are you looking forward to, or what do you want to plug here? Well, y'all already know what I want to plug, and that's Fairview at the Wilma coming May 31st through June 18th. You can get your tickets at wilmatheater.org slash event slash Fairview. Now, I, it should be important to note, the Wilma has been streaming all of their past productions this year. This one will not be streamed no because sure. it's actually very important that it is a live theater event. So sure. if you can't make it to Philadelphia on May 31st through June 18th, we love you. Look at our Instagram and watch the trailers. And that's yes. all you'll get. <laughs> yes. What do you want to plug? Okay. It's connected to it, but it's the Fairview Open Mic that Jaylene Clark, Clerk Owens is <laughs> um, hosting. That's on June 6th, on Monday at 7 p.m. You can find all of that information at Wilma Theater with an er.org slash event slash open dash mic. Um, that is where you can find out more information. And Pank Papas, if you're listening and you're in the car and you're like, maybe I should go see one of them in person, go see Jaylene. I might not be there. <laughs> <laughs> if you go on opening night, Justin will be there. Oh, definitely. And I will be howling and cackling at the work that Jaylene is doing because it is funny, y'all. Oh, boy. Well, and fun. of fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> she picked up what i was throwing down. Oh. Yes. okay we're gonna play some banger. you can tell that we haven't done this in forever yes also the martini uh, but our first one is the alphabet game so this is a game we haven't played in forever where um we go ABC and based on a topic, we have to think about a word in relation to that topic and explain why. What is our theme today, Jaylene? Our theme. Choose one. That we didn't talk about. You go, you go. Um, I'm ready. And I'll start with A. It's going to be what's been going on. It, it, the, the, it's going to be a TV. Is because TV. Okay. Yeah, I like this. Okay. TV. A. A is for... Um, uh, all, all, because it takes a whole bunch of people. There were like 70 people in that room and there were only three of us on that camera. B is for Barney because that was a popular kid's show. C is for call time that you get and then the night before and you're like, 7.15? <laughs> D is for um, Dancing with the Stars because that was a popular TV show. Probably just going to name shows. E is yep. for entertainment because that's what TV does. F is for um F is for free food because when Ooh. you are on a set for a TV, you have crafty, and crafty is just lots of snacks and food mm -hmm. and all the things. G is for gaffer, which is like a production assistant, I think, on the on a set. Oh yeah. You, G A F F E R. Yeah. I know the word. I didn't know what it meant, but okay, cool. H is for Hollywood. 
Mm, I is for industry because a lot of people like to talk about the industry. J is for Jaylene and Jessen because hopefully they will be on the K is for kicking it because there's a lot of waiting around. There's some hey. waiting around that you got to do. So you just got to kick back in your director's chair. Yeah. L is for, um, L is for, what is it for? L is for. You got it. You got this. You got this. Go, go. Lamenting go. when your favorite TV show is canceled. Or when your line gets cut and you had a watch party for L M M is for um uh, m- m- uh m- Mary be mm-hmm. because it's just it's sometimes really fun. Yes, and N is for um Netflix. Oh yes, over the TV scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, is for Oscars because maybe. Maybe one day we're going to have one. Hello. (laughs) P is for Papa Pank because the cast of Papa Pank will hopefully be on your TV. Yeah. Q (laughs) is for quiet on set, which gets yelled all the time. The cameras are rolling and somebody's like, chat, chat, chat. And then some PA is like, quiet on set. R is for rolling because that's what they say when it when you when you when you're rolling. rolling. S is S is for slate, which is the thing that goes and they they like you know take one. Yes, T is for um time because you you just better bring something to pass the time if you mm-hmm. want to set because you it takes a lot of time. Uh, U is for under un, under eyes. So like you have a makeup person to cover your bags under your eyes. <laughs> yes, V is for um V is for victory because you feel like you feel victorious after you get mm-hmm. off of set. Like, whew, I did it. Yeah. D- w is for uh W-H-Y-Y. Which is a network in Philadelphia that maybe Jaylene and I off- owe a lot to. <laughs> yes. X. Oh, excuse me. X is for X-Men because I'm sure there has had to be a show on TV that featured. Yes, because X-Men movies have been on TV. There you go. Um, y is for yes. When when you feel the director say yes to what you did, you feel good. And Z is for um Z is for zipper because when you put on your costume, you probably have a zipper. And if it breaks or anything, the costume designer will be able to fix it. Yeah, there's probably like 15 zippers. That is that's been the most shocking thing about um T about film and TV in general is if you see one thing on camera, they have like 15 of that sitting on a table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like where did that money come from? Where is that going to go? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Here we, we made it. Just in time. We made it just Justin in time Jane. to the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yo, Pank Papas, we are so happy that you were tuning in. But yeah. we got to do our closing. Our next yeah. episode is uh, TBD right now. Um, but it's in June. June. Yes. And we have some surprises up our sleeves, as yeah. we always do. Yes, for that one. So just bear with us. Um Okay, we hit him with the freestyle. Hit him with the Let's freestyle. see if we remember how to do this. So, Jaylene and I are not freestyle artists, but we end every episode with a freestyle. Um, and I'm going to go first, and then Jaylene's going to go. Give me a theme. Theme is bad luck. Ooh, bad luck. Bad luck. It's Friday the 13th, and I'm scared of the ladders. Don't want to go under them because you know what really matters? having good fortune and having good luck i've got them all lined up and they are all my duck (laughs) (laughs) you know what you know what happens when you got got that word luck and it's a freestyle all you're thinking of is not the word luck exactly and then i'm just like we gotta keep going i okay did it well okay your theme we talked about it today yeah Film and TV. Film and TV. Man, oh man, might see me and Justin on your TV. 
if that's what happens, it'll be a dream that has come to be because it's something I prayed for ever since I was a little girl and it's coming to fruition and making me happy in my world. Yes. <laughs> You know what? These freestyles, I'm telling you, I my my butt goes. Oof. I know, I know. It's it's, it's perfect. Okay, what's, right. our, what's our proverb, real quick? Give us a oh, proverb about um about uh, 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 I don't know. Give us a proverb about dealing with bad luck. Oh, um, there are many sayings about bad luck, right? Mm -hmm. Um, if you step on a crack. Yes, step too far. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. If, if you, you step, step on a crack, on a crack you, the real one is if you step on a crack, you break your mother's back. Yes. And there's a lot of moms out there right now, so glad I, I didn't know. say that. I know. Shout out to Mama Jane and Mama, Mama. Clark and Mama, Mama Pat Clark. and all the mamas are just the out there. Happy belated Mother's Day. Happy belated. And we here we are you. at the end. Okay, so please help us out if you can. If you're listening, um, any donation will help us. You can um, donate to us on papapank at gmail.com or cash app. Anywhere and everywhere we will accept funds to help us produce this friend. Yes. And uh, I think special shout out to Jordan McCree, who wrote our music, Tracy A. Cassius, our studio editor. Uh, and uh, to all of you, Pank Poppers, thank you for joining us. We love you so much. We missed you. And we will see you in June. Come see us at Fairview. And uh, on that note, Ooh. bye. bye. <laughs> bye, -bye. bye, -bye.